Hello, mate. How you doing? Seth. Yeah, I'm not bad. How's it Seth going? Right. Welcome to Seth. Facing the Crowd. <laughs> Cheers for having me. Cheers for having me. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. How you guys doing? Yeah, you know, the usual rush to get set up and where to set up in the studio. It's all been moved around from other people, but we're here. We've sorted it. It's all good. Cool. We're going to kick straight in with you and just sort of say, can you just give us a brief history of, of Stiff Meds and how you got together and stuff? Because just for for our benefit, really, of how it all started, because we don't know that much about how you got how you got together. Obviously, we've seen all the clips on, you know, the new crossing and all that and just thought, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. So we just wanted to get you on and uh, obviously listen to Exciting Violence. So, yeah, if you can, just give us a little... I know straight in, but if you just give us a rundown. Well, first off, like, cheers for having me on. Like, so, like, pleasure. Um, so, stiff. My timing is really bad. So, stiff meds. I believe started in 2019. We were just like practicing and stuff, and then we just it just all happened so quick. So, I was playing in bands, and then I just nothing was clicking, nothing was working, and then. I really wanted to start a hardcore band that was like really fast and really angry and just really fucking heavy and just horrible. <laughs> so um, I met this guy who was a drummer who plays in Razor Eater, Luke, and I messaged him about starting a band. And he was like, yeah, mate, let's do it. And I was like, cool. Uh, and he was like, I know a guitarist. And I was like, I know a bassist. And it literally came together just as easy as that it was like so fucking simple and quick it just like happened overnight and then we got into the we got into the practice room and it just clicked like from there on it just worked and it just just went off like that um yeah really like it's the most easiest band i've ever been in where it's like been it just got Uh, put together instant chemistry uh, chemistry yeah it just it just it's so weird it just clicked and we all just bonded we all come from like different backgrounds of music all from different back like ways of life and stuff like that but we just as soon as we got in that room it was like fuck this is like everything I've been searching for you know what I mean because I played in bands before but the band I was playing with in before was like me and the bassist were playing in this band it was, it was like a sort of like um crossover type bands it was like a sounding a bit like leeway chromag sort of thing um it just it just wasn't clicking it just wasn't clicking and as soon as stiff meds got into a practice room it was just like wow like this is everything i've been fucking searching for like it's hard it's fast it's fucking pissed off like this is fucking it you know yeah uh, and the quality's there isn't it it's this, it's like a, a like a a wall of noise but like refined quality you can tell just the, yeah. how it all fits together doesn't it mm. and and then when the vocals come in it it matches the power of the band that's yeah. how I feel about it. Yeah, well, you know? we always we always set out like I, we I said from day one like I really want to make something that's just really like just fucking pissed off and angry and just like absolutely vicious. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and those those three guys are great musicians. Like the drummer, guitarist, and bassist, like they can play their instruments. Like they're fucking great musicians, and they're great playing with live. And they just give it all, like all four of us, when we jump on stage, we just fucking give it all when we put everything we've got into it. And by the time when we finished our set, we're fucking exhausted, man. <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes we're like, 
we'll fucking play a song. And I'm just literally like, why did we write that song? Why the fuck did we write that song so fucking fast? And like, there's so many fucking lyrics and like such a small gap. And, but hey, ho, fuck it. That's how it goes. You know, <laughs> like your drummer must be dead at the end of a set. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's Jesus Christ. We played this, um, few months back we played uh manchester and the venue was like f- so hot like so hot and we like we we played fast obviously and by the end of it we were just we were fucked man <laughs> we were like on the floor just fucking out of it because it's so fast and it's so intense you're just kind of like fucking you're blind you can't see anything there's sweat everywhere and you're just like fucking screaming at the top of your lungs you know what i mean like it's just fucking crazy so yeah like i don't know if you guys have been, i don't know where you guys are from i don't know if you guys have ever been to like new river studios in london no that's um that's a pretty um pretty well-known venue in london for like hardcore and punk and metal loads of stuff but mm-hmm. that venue is like known for being like notoriously hot like they have fans on the stage and stuff like oh, that right. yeah, yeah. whenever we're playing whenever we play there everyone's got their fucking kit off man and i always look behind me and i look at the drummer and i'm just literally like yeah thank fuck that's not me <laughs> thank fuck that ain't me man i can't be doing with that <laughs> nice. is that like dalston hackney type over there isn't it? uh, it's um it's a it's a manor house it's like manor house oh, so right, yeah. uh, oh, okay I'm not from that neck of the woods. I'm a southeast Londoner, so I don't really know right, yeah. that area well. But it's like near Wood Green, sort of like Piccadilly yeah. line. Of, yeah. We went to um, Bermondsey Social Club to see Higher Power, didn't we? That yeah, was, that's yeah. a tiny little venue yeah. under the arches. Yeah, that's pre- you know, that pretty cool. People were actually getting on the, off the start of the bar. The bar runs down the side of the venue as it, it, it hits the stage, and people were just putting one foot on the stage and jumping over our fucking heads. Didn't they? I was looking into that. drinks. I was I used to work in Bermondsey, um, just doing a shit job, like working in a fucking photography studio. I was I was I was working in Bermondsey, and I, I wanted to put on a show at Social Club, but I can't remember what happened. I've never been to Bermondsey Social Club. Was it? Is it great? Is it good? It's a great venue, actually. They've got a really good setup in there. Yeah. Like when I when I first walked in there, I was like, "Fuck me, this is small." I didn't know what to expect, but it is small. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah had great energy you know yeah. really cool yeah, yeah. and energy. to the left of the stage you can go out out mm. the back and there's a nice big chill out area out there yeah yeah oh, the right. seats and that so and like your merch out there all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. that's pretty that's, cool yeah, yeah, it was yeah a there's real, loads of cool night. there's kind of loads of cool little hidden spots knocking about london you just got to find them and unfortunately a lot of these spots they never get used because Sometimes the people that own these venues around London, they don't reply to their emails, you know? No, that's <laughs> oh, right. right. No. Is, is, it, is it tough then? To, like, if you want to do a gig, like, to, to book a gig, you know, and you're emailing, is it, is it hard to get a venue or is it just, well, after a while you get, you get the right in the know people and you just always book the same place or whatever? Usually the same place ends up getting booked. Um, it's hard to come by new venues in London now and then, like... Um, I've been trying to organise a film night, like a film screening in London for about two years now. And just the amount of emails I've had to send and the amount of meetings I've had to go through to get people to just like trust me for an event that I want to do to bring money into their business. Mm. is so, so hard because, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of venues that just, you send them an email, they just won't reply. I mean, they're lost at the end of the day because, you know, like a hundred kids are going to come to your bar pay pay at the bar and all that and you know make you make make your business some money but whatever you know yeah that's like getting a podcast guest we get that a lot <laughs> yeah 
I'm in a rock metal band, but um, yeah, same problems, man. Like half of them don't get back to you. And then so, sometimes they get back to you and they're like, yeah, yeah, but you've got to guarantee like at least 50 people or, you know, there's always like some fucking catch before you can even, you know, get yeah. the bill. And the bigger ones want to cut the merch, don't they? I mean, yeah, that's when it kills you off, doesn't it? That's yeah, that's the thing, man. Especially especially in London, you know what I mean? Like fucking everyone wants money. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, gotta yeah. pay up and it's a real it's a real fucking ball ache because be honest, we're all skin, you know. What can we do? So <laughs> mate, I think everyone's feeling the pinch at the moment, right? Yeah, <laughs> mate. Um, yeah, it's yeah. going up by the second, isn't it? Yeah, literally. Going up yeah. now, mate. We have to turn the lights off in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so You've, uh, uh, Perks was saying, you played uh, New Cross Inn. Did you like it there? Yeah, New Cross Inn's great, man. Like, new, new, I'm from, like, just down the road from New Cross Inn, isn't it? So that's right. South East London's my area. That's my stomping grounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, New Cross Inn's a fucking legendary venue, man. Like, oh, there's always stuff, always stuff going on there. Uh, we've played a few gigs there. We played, uh, obviously, UK Hardcore Returns, which was, like, our first show back after all the COVID shit happened. Yeah, that yeah. Was the- that was the first it wasn't the first show we played back but that was the first show that got announced and all that so we played there and that was fucking nuts just to be uh, around your mates and just to fucking chill out with people and just get wasted you know what i'm saying like hang on can i ask you a question uh, yeah gig was there a band on the bill called my cross to bear i can't they got back together didn't they i can't remember i know they played i know my cross to bear played a gig at new cross in um and we got asked to play but we couldn't play it right right i wondered um, if it was that show but they're, they're local yeah, lads to us oh right yeah it's the it's the dude from raiden isn't yeah, is it that's not? right yeah yeah. yeah 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 um yeah i've been i've ch- I chat to those guys just a little bit like here and there online i think i spoke to a few of them uh, uh uk arco returns i think that's where we actually first like met them so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm not too sure if they played though. I, I'm not. I can't remember. My memory's so fucking bad. <laughs> right, right. No. Yeah, no. I, I saw some photos online of them playing there, and I thought I wondered if it was the same show because I knew it was like a hardcore show. Yeah, I think. I Even think. No, I don't one... really. I don't really. I wouldn't really call them a hardcore band, but you know, but but they're fucking good at what they've done. You know what they. Yeah. I mean, they. You know, they years and years ago in South End, like they were quite big in the scene. You know. Yeah, they know all the Essex hardcore people, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's all the free sword shit and all that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, you know, yeah, good band, really, you know. So yeah. going back to you, obviously these these gigs are so intense. Obviously, um, the way you you guys play and perform. What's your like little ritual before you go on? How do you get? Are you totally calm before that? Is there anything you do that you can tell us? No, no one knows. You know what? What do you? How do you get psyched up to go out there and? come out like you're about to fight a fucking war <laughs> i don't know it's uh we don't really have like any rituals or anything like that like we don't we don't get like wasted or drunk or anything like that like, right at the end of the day like if people are coming to see us you know what i mean the last thing we want to do is play like pissed out of our heads and we can't fucking play you know what i'm saying yeah um but also it's it's fucking impossible to get pissed and then do that set it's because it's too fast and it's just you know throat will dry out or whatever yeah. you know, you'll be proper fucked up uh nah, we, we're yeah. pretty calm we're pretty calm about it like we're pretty calm and like i feel we're pretty confident as well like i'm a i'm a pretty confident front man like i'm not gonna toot my own horn but like i'll, I'll be honest i am a confident front front man it, i've i don't have a problem with like standing on stage 
um, being in front of people because and like singing or talking to them or whatever because at the end of the day like I don't take myself too seriously it's all it's all fun for me you know what I'm saying I think a lot of people jump on stage with an attitude and they've got a point to prove and all this shit and they take themselves seriously but I don't give a fuck like you know what I mean I'm here to have fun I'm here to have a laugh um so we don't really have like a ritual or anything like that um we make we always make sure like discuss the set list the day before the night before or something um other than that no we just we just as soon as we jump on stage we're just like all right you ready you ready and we just fucking go for it and we just like hype up the crowd and just yeah everyone just fucking goes crazy we played um we played new river it's the last show we no it wasn't the last show we played but um we played new river studios recently with um big laugh armor and that was like fucking crazy man like everyone was just going fucking nuts people jumping on the stage at one point i got taken out and just like thrown onto the drum kit with fucking drum kits everywhere <laughs> and my mate everyone's jumping off the stage you know what i mean like fucking i'm just seeing people hit their head on the monitor and then fucking after the set everyone's all fucked up i said my mate goes to me oh mate i fucking i fucking hit my head on the uh, monitor look mate i've started feeling his head he's got a big fucking bump on his head (laughs) shout out reed reed if you're listening i love you boy (laughs) shout out to um, his bump as well (laughs) yeah shout out to your bump mate (laughs) but um yeah we just we just fucking go for it mate you know what i mean yeah yeah. We just fucking go for it. You know what I mean? We don't care about looking like this or that, whatever. We, like I say, we're confident when we go on stage. We just want to fucking have a laugh, have a good time and just play our music, man. You know what I mean? And like, we want, we, we just want, even though the music's like really fucked up and dark and uh, like horrible and stuff, it's um like, it's good seeing people in the crowd, like have a good time. And like yeah. jump on the stage and sing these songs as well. Do you know what I mean? They not they might not be the happiest songs in the world, but fuck it. If people are having a laugh, you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm all about. Just having a good time, having a laugh on a fucking Friday night. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, so, and people are getting to release all their tensions, isn't they? And just yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. Fucking go what... for it. You need you need that sort of power and that. Then you yeah. know. So, do you get through like both EPs and and the sort of the, the full length um, exciting violence? Do you get through the whole thing in your set now? Because you've got the uh, excess flesh as well to add on to yeah. that now. So we, we play all the tracks off excess flesh and then Taste of Blood and Exciting Violence, we play like a few tracks off them. So I think we must have about like, we must play about like 12, uh, I think about 12 songs. And that comes in around like 15 minutes or so. 15 mm-hmm. obviously you had talking to that and the yeah. bits in between uh it's usually like a 20 minute set but it's like you know like i said when we put the band together we wanted ev- everything to just be like bum 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 you know what i mean like straight away just like everything straight into yeah. each other because when you listen to exciting violence it's hard to tell when one song starts and the other song ends because it all just feels like one big song sort of feel just feels like that record feels like a a, a big live set sort of thing um but yeah when we, we just pick the songs that we like the, the most that we want to play um yeah. and then we we'll formulate that into a way so that the set sounds like fresh and new every time so we're not always playing like the same same old songs to you know people and stuff so everyone get everyone everyone's happy 
And it's uh, the fun, isn't it? Like you know, being in a sure. band and like discussing the set list and changing it about and seeing how it works. It's half the mm. fun, isn't it? I love that. I yeah, love yeah, that. yeah. No, we will. We do that when we're in like a uh, practice space. We'll get like pen and we'll get paper and we'll write the set list out. Like we'll do all the logistics stuff, whatever you want to call it, and we'll we'll plan it out. We'll we'll really plan it out because you know we want Stiff Meds to be a band that when you see us live, you're like, fuck me, that is that is fucking sick, you know? Yeah. Because, um, you know, sounding good on record is one thing, but, like, for me, when I want to, like, I want to see a band. When I go to a gig, like, I want to see a band perform, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm got to get your money's worth, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyone out there is listening, you know what I mean? Come see Stiff Meds because you get your money's worth, I'm telling you. <laughs> so your musical journey how did it start like were you into like heavy music straight away or uh so like my i think you know i was i was into like black sabbath obviously when i was like a kid who isn't you know yeah obviously my mum and dad showed me that like i get a lot of music from like my mum my mum would play like records all the time a lot of like soul music a lot of motown i fucking love all that stuff like I love all kinds of music. I don't just love like heavy music. I fucking, I just love everything. I'm just crazy about everything. Mm. Um, and then obviously it all started because when I went to, I went to secondary school and it was a, it was a fucked up school. It was like an all boys school. It was a public school and it was just rough as fuck. But for some reason, the kids there were very switched on to like music. And I remember like a couple of guys in my year were like switched on to hardcore and stuff this was the days of like iPods and magazines and stuff. So they would bring in like Kerrang and they would, my mate would be like, um, yo, Seth, uh, listen to this, listen to this track. You'd like it. It's like a uh, rap mixed with um, like, like metal sort of thing. And I'd be like, okay, cool. I put the earphone in and it's a band called TRC. And I'm literally like, whoa, this is kind of cool. I've never heard anything like this. What is this? And my mate's like, yeah, it's like hardcore, blah, 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 blah. So from there, I found bands like Knuckle Dust and, you know, a lot, a lot of those ruction bands like nine bar uh, and i just i got in for it like through there really i always loved punk i always loved ramones misfits you know that classic punk because i was a big like tony hawks sort of um skater kid uh i've just always it's just always been there um and th- so i got into like punk first then i got into like death metal and then then it was like hardcore and hardcore just fit and like me and me and some of the guys from school we would go to shows uh like after school we'd go to shows in london and we would go to shows in kent as well and it just clicked i don't know what it is like i went to metal shows obviously but it just didn't have that same you know that same like that it should have like i'm sure you guys had understand as well that when you go to a hardcore show, you look around and you just think, fuck, these are like people that are just like me. Do you know what I mean? They're not wearing like 50 million fucking chains or whatever. And like big leather jackets. They're just, you know, wearing like fucking trackies or a shirt. And, you know, it just, it just clicked. It just fit. And I was just like, I fucking love hardcore. This is sick. And from there, me and some lads at school, we started a hardcore band that was fucking awful. <laughs> it was kind of, it was like some weird, it was like, like it was it kind of sounds like a bit like the beastie boys. It was fucking awful. So I did a, did a hardcore band and 
yeah, it literally all started from that. They were like, me and my best mates just started like this hardcore band in school and we played some shows, got kicked out of a few venues and uh, the rest is history. You know what I mean? It was... Uh, so it that was, was like the that. first time you sort of performed was 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 like at school shows and stuff like that or yeah, youth well, clubs and stuff? Yeah, well, I was in, I was in bands... I was in bands before I was in a hardcore band. I used, to, so I was in, there was these older guys in the year above. They were like metal dudes in it. And I remember just having the courage to like walk up to them one day on break and just chat to them. Cause I noticed that they would like jam in the music room on like guitar and drums and shit like that. So I had a fucking lot of balls to do this. I remember walking up to them and being like, um, Oh, you guys play, um, you guys play guitar and, and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I want to start a band. I want it to sound like, uh, you know, like this, like Pantera or whatever shit I was listening to at the time. And they were just being, and they were just kind of like, yeah, fuck it. All right. So I started like a metal band with like the uh, guys in the year above. Um, we played like, you know, you play your school. We played the school. We played youth clubs and stuff. I was, I was like learning the ropes. I was learning about music, like, and the best way to learn about being, and you know like people in general is to be in a band and do it yourself so from there obviously that band disbanded then I joined another metal band and then after that second metal band that's when I started my first hardcore band Um, and yeah it's been like it's been like that ever since I've been in a whole range of different bands genres but it's mainly been like hardcore hardcore and punk what do you think of like uh, like the the, the sort of like you know like the new scene of hardcore that's coming out at the moment like bands like turnstile stuff like that did you like stuff like that yeah mate i i dig stuff like that like they got that new record um glow well it's not new anymore but that got they got that glow on record and yeah yeah man i'm i'm into it i mean fair play to change their sound so much didn't they yeah yeah i mean i'm i i i'm 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 into it i'm like fair play to them man like they're fucking living the dream you know what i'm saying but a lot of people a lot of people will knock them which is fair enough like you can do you can say whatever you want about other bands and stuff like that but at the end of the day do you know what i mean like fucking they're like touring the world playing their music that's kind of fucking cool no and a lot to a lot of people in there getting some big crowds and yeah and you know what they're getting a lot of they're they're drawing like a lot of um a lot of people now know what hardcore is because of them yeah yeah i I hate to admit it but it's true you know so i went and saw them at the forum a few months back and i swear to god it was like a religious experience i've never ever seen anything like it like before they come on the lights went down and Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody, came on. <laughs> the entire forum went fucking crazy, like literally yeah. crazy. Um, and then they they started playing, and it fucking went off. Like there was there wasn't a place where there, where it wasn't a pit. It was yeah. absolutely insane, like seriously insane. That's where you got yeah. COVID, though, wasn't it, Gates? Yeah, yeah, I got COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've had, I've, had COVID, I've had COVID twice now, man. Fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, fucking, uh, mate, I must have the worst fucking immune system in the world because last podcast I did, I had COVID. So I was doing this podcast while I had fucking COVID and I was like trying not to die, you know what I mean? But uh, no, nah, yeah, I fuck with Turnstile, man. I fuck with them. I think they're great. And I think they they put on a fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. On a show, on a really good show. I know a lot of people like don't really rate them and stuff. Like that's fair enough, but they're not like a go-to band for me. I don't think I've seen them live, but uh, mm. 
I fuck with what they're doing. They're, they're playing music and doing their thing. And I respect people that do their thing and just say, fuck everyone else. Cause yeah, got to do that in life, you know? <laughs> so totally. what was the sort of first, we always ask this, that first paid gig you went to then say you said you were into classic rock and that. And it, yeah. who did you like buy a ticket for and go and see if you can remember well back in the day? You, remember, what you can remember about it. So I went, I went to like, small local gigs and like paid entry but like I wouldn't really count them as like first you know like first sort of I don't know I always um think of this one show I went to I can't remember how old I was um but I was young and I saw (laughs) Behemoth, Trigger the Bloodshed and Devil Driver and some other death metal bands. And that was like in Islington. And I like, that was just fucking sick, man. Like that was fucking crazy. I'd never listened to any of those bands. And like, I just went by chance and I was just like, yo, this is fucking cool. But I've been going to like, before that I've been, been going to, um, I've been going to like smaller local gigs. I can't remember the first show I, I went to, but it, I think it was because I went to so many shows like when I was young, when I was first getting into like going to see live music, we would, me and my mates, we would go and find gigs. Like gigs would happen like on a Monday or a Tuesday, Wednesday. There used to be a venue in London called Purple Turtle and they would have gigs. I remember gigs. that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They would have gigs. They would have like gigs or hardcore metal shows like every Thursday. And it was just so like, and people would come out, you know what I'm saying? Like it would be a show on a like Monday or a Tuesday in like Kent or somewhere and people would come out. And I just used to go to and from, to and from London to Kent. And then some bits that were local, like whether it was just like a mate's band that was playing in a youth club or, or like a working man's club or something like that. And yeah, it was just like, I from those small gigs, that's how I got to the bigger gigs i didn't go to the big gigs first i went to the small local stuff first. yeah yeah, yeah. you know like i hanged around with like music guys and they would be like yo come see my band we're playing this working man's club blah 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 blah. and i'll be like cool you know blah, blah, blah. but yeah it wasn't till i saw like behemoth uh, uh the devil driver gig devil yeah. Driver, yeah we see devil I- driver at festival once yeah yeah, Circle yeah I didn't, and all that <laughs> I, didn't re- I didn't really know him innit? i didn't really then probably not my cup of tea, innit? My mate was just literally like, "Yeah, my, my mate at school was like a metalhead," and he turned me on to a lot of cool shit. And he was literally like, "Yeah, I'm going to this gig on the weekend. Uh, you should come." And we bought a ticket, didn't know what it was, and yeah, I just saw fucking like black metal, death metal. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Why? Why are these guys wearing fucking like Behemoth came on in this fuck like masks, these fucking Satan masks and shit?" And I was just literally like. What the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> like the smallest kid in here, and everyone's just going fucking crazy. <laughs> they're doing all right for themselves now, aren't they? They're like, I can't remember. They, they were, they've just been supporting someone really big, and I, my mind's Slipknot. Was it Slipknot? Because Alex went right. to it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I think that was at the O2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's those two bands at the O2. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I think there's a lot of people in there. I think they're pretty. I think they're pretty big now. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. it's pretty crazy, isn't it, for a band like that to sort of get to that to that stage. Yeah. It's good. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. No, it's great. It's, it's weird. It's like it's weird how like some bands get big and like others others don't. Um, yeah. 
I always find that I always find that interesting. I mean, with a band like Turnstile, it's obvious why they're so big. It's because that it feels like anyone can listen to their music. Yeah, exactly that. A band's like, you know, like like Stiff Meds ain't going to be played on the radio anytime soon. <laughs> I can assure you that because people would be like, "What is this shit? What the fuck is this shit?" You know what I mean? Whereas like Turnstile was a bit more like uh, family friendly, it's accessible. Yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, no, maybe stiff meds. Uh, maybe stiff meds will um, just drop a acoustic track one day. Maybe. <laughs> Why not? Play, get that played on the radio. See, see, see what people think about that. <laughs> Mix it up. So, aren't you like half half of you in London, half you in Leeds? Is that right? Yeah. That's so we a, all because you play yeah, Leeds all... and London a lot, don't you? Kind of rotate between yeah. the two, don't you? Yeah. Um, so we all we all met in London. We all right. met in London. So. Luke, the drummer, and Lee, the guitarist, they moved uh, out because of, you know, COVID in the city was just fucking horrible and they were just like, done with this. So they moved to Leeds and me and the bassist, Z, uh, we still live in London. Um, and when we tell people that, they're like, you, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, how the fuck do you make that work? But we make, we, we make it work. We make it work and we make it fair. Um, you know, coaches and trains or driving, usually we'll stay the night, they'll come to London or and stay, or we'll go to Leeds and we'll stay yeah. there. Um, and because of that, but, you're probably always in both scenes, aren't you? You're both, you're, you're always yeah, there yeah, doing yeah. gigs, yeah, rather than I mean, just thinking, Oh, we're in London, let's just keep playing in London, you know, yeah, you're, you're yeah, making I mean, the effort because you kind of got to make it fair. Yeah, London and Leeds is like fucking hot hot spots in the UK now for like fucking live music. Do you know what I mean? So, but we wanna we wanna venture out more. Do you know what I mean? Like we played Leicester for the first time the other week, and that was fucking great. It was great to just like hang out with people and just meet new people and you know chat to people and people just like because that was the first time we sort of played that area. We've been asked to play Birmingham and stuff before. Few people came from Birmingham to see us in Leicester, so. It's good to get out. It's good to play different places. Yeah, you could come and play down here, couldn't you? They have hardcore gigs down here in Westcliff. Yeah, Lamb and Lion or oh, the Esplanade, not the Esplanade. Chinneries. Esplanade that yeah. is going back. We got some oh, good venues yeah. down here. Chinneries and Lamb and Lion. Yeah, I saw. I fucking saw postmortem promises at Chinneries. Did you? A long time ago. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I fuck, I fuck, I fuck with like Essex South End. You know what I'm saying? Like got tattooed in south end you know what i mean used to go south end all the time as a kid and shit so <laughs> i'll fuck with it <laughs> tattooed on the seafront yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> best tattoo artists in the uk are always on the in the seaside towns yeah i swear down always in the seaside towns you know like yeah, there's some good art, there's some there's some great artists in london i'm not knocking the artists in london but i don't know what it is about seaside towns man they just fucking they got the good tattoo artists you know <laughs> <laughs> And so, they get in the pissed up crowd as well, didn't they? Coming in, yeah, it's off, off the cuff. <laughs> so you you were telling us you you mentioned that um you you were putting on a film night or something. Tell, tell us more about that. Yeah, so I mean, I think everyone knows it because I'm the biggest fucking out there person. Like, but um, I'm just a massive fucking film buff, man. Like, I just fucking love films. Like, I love I love music, but I love film as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, it just started, like, um, I was working this job, and I remember me and my mates at this job, it was, it was the, working this job was, like, 
being in a film, we would just talk about films all day and we would mm. talk about love, life and loss, all that shit. But we always talk about movies and everyone realised that how much I liked films and I would write everyone little lists. And I remember saying to people, I remember being like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do a film night. I'm going to do a film night in London and you're all going to come and we're all going to come and we're all going to watch like a fucking great movie because there's, there's some great independent cinemas in London, yeah. but there's a lot of shit in London where it's like, yeah, you pay 50 quid to sit in this bar and watch this film that is crap, but it's <laughs> like an experience thing. And I'm just kind of like, fuck that, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck that. I'm all about like, you know, film is a working class platform made by working class people sort of vibe. So I've been searching for a venue in London for so fucking long there's a lot of cinemas in London that are like empty and abandoned. Yeah. And I reached out, I reached out to these, these, these places like, yo, you've got a, you've got a cinema here that's been sat here. Like... Hello, mate. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> you know, dude. yeah, we're Sorry, back in. Yeah, he's right on the roll then as well, wouldn't you? Sorry. So you were saying there's loads of um, theatres that are empty. Yeah. So there was like loads of theatres in London. There's a few theatres in London that are just empty, and I just sent them an email like, "Yo, your theatres collecting dust." Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, let me let me pump some life into it. Let me let me show a film and like I'll get I'll get like a hundred people down that want to come. They'll pay and they'll spend money at the bar. And a few places got back to me and they'll be and they were like, yeah, that that's yeah, let's do it, let's do it. This sounds great. Uh, but the catch is that will be uh, one thousand and five hundred pounds. And I'm just literally like, yeah, fuck that, like fuck that. You know what I'm saying? It needs to so, be free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, been so I was just literally like, I I know what I'll do. I'll chat to like venues that put on hardcore shows, and I'll be like, um, yo, I'm doing a film screening. I'll get people down. Blah 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 blah. Had no luck, and then there was this. There's this one place. Uh, it's in East London. Uh, it's like a blues, it's a blues jazz bar. So, you know, sent them a message. They didn't reply. And then I walked, walked there. I walked there after film school. And then uh, I basically spoke to the owner and I was like, listen, mate, I've got this idea, like pitched the whole idea to him, you know, and said, you know, I'll bring people down into your business and I'll make you some money. And he was like, this sounds great. Let's, let's do it. And I was like, cool. I was waiting for him to say like, yeah, that'll be 500 quid. And I was like, so what's, what's the catch? And he was like, no, you can have it, like have it for free, mate. Like have it for free. You bring people down and yeah. And I was just like, fuck yes. Like fucking two years in the making, like obviously stuff was going on in my life between then. So I couldn't really focus, but yeah, it's like downstairs in this jazz club, they have like this room and they've got a projector and you know, I was I was struggling to think of what film to show as my first film night. So I was like, oh, fuck it. Why don't I just be a cheeky bastard and show all my favorite trailers? And that will be the film. The film is you come and see all these great trailers from like the 70s and the 80s. Like, you know, we had John Woo. We had John Woo films in there. We had like fucking Stallone films, Cobra. 
we had like fucking Bruce Lee, loads of 70s horror, Italian Jello stuff. And uh, I threw a film in there that I made as well, like a short two minute film that I made with some mates, kind of fit the style of the night that I was doing. Yeah. And yeah, like loads, loads, a few loads of people came down. I saw, I sold a few bits. Like um, I make these sort of like poster collage artworks. I sold a few of them and people really fucking dug it, man. Like people really into it. And I was just like, fucking yes. And um, they pulled me aside, the owner and that, and was literally like, you have to do this again. You yeah, have yeah, to. It's wicked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like within 10 minutes, they made like fuck knows how much money on the bar because everyone was just, you know, drinking, watching the film, eating food, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And so I've been planning the next one. The next one's going to be like, um, I'm going to show, I'm going to show the evil dead. Oh, so I'm cool. going to show the evil dead and make it like a whole horror night sort of vibe. And yeah, man, people just, and it's for free as well. Like people just come down just like enjoy the film, appreciate, like start talking to other people about films and, it's just an it's just a nice vibe for people to come and people like who like movies and just want to hang out you know what i'm saying like because my you know my dream in life is to be a filmmaker that is my dream but my other yeah. dream is is to own a cinema so if i can find a way of taking um my cinema around the country like on a little tour to different little independent places up and down you know i know a few people are trying to help me out with that um shout out alex by the way he's trying to sort that out for me in manchester I was thinking about doing it in Leicester as well. So yeah, if I can, if I can make my own cinema and bring it to the masses, then, oh man, dream fucking made. You know what I'm saying? Because Mate, I'll tell you what, this is pretty random, but my, my brother-in-law's brother has pretty much done your dream. Oh, for yes. real? Uh, the white bus, he, isn't it? The white bus. He, he invented this inflatable screen and he I've takes it, him. he takes it all over the place and it's actually, yeah. he's done really well out of it, you know, and he's, yeah. And we, because of that, we have like the South End Film Festival and all this, and he curates it and runs it all. And you know, it's pretty, yeah. it's a pretty big thing, sort of down yeah. here now. He showed that Bright, Brighton film um, with that Larry. I went to it, didn't I? No, down right. the South End Film Festival last time. Yeah. Um, what's his name? That guy he was in EastEnders. I can't remember anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Brighton, it's called the film. Yeah, it's, it's basically just these old people just sort. Of, having a day out but yeah yeah real real good dialogue and stuff i don't know if you've seen it but so how long did it take to stitch all that together all those movie clips and find them and and get all those those old school clips together or was that just that the easy part it was just well i think people think that's the easy part but like everything has to flow together and i used like a lot of old commercials and stuff i used like old marlboro cigarette cigarette ads to try and make people really feel like they was in the, in a cinema. In yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it took me about a month to do that. Like I would put, you know, I'd put, cause I couldn't do it. Like put two horror films together. Cause then it's like, this is just too much horror. So I would perfect, like place it, um, try and play, place it neatly. So it all flowed well. And I did a lot. I'm going to do another one. And it'd be great if you guys could come. I don't know if you're ever about, but I'm going to, I'm going to do one, which is like heavy metal movies and like punk movies. Oh, oh, like mate, punk, yeah. Rock and roll high school and like heavy metal and like easy rider. And, you know, just fucking show all these trailers. Easy rider. Oh, my God. The, yeah. the first time I saw that, I was absolutely stoned on skunk back in the day. <laughs> um, and, and they, when they get fucking shot off their bikes, I was literally wide eyed shocked. Yeah. <laughs> just like yeah 
No. Oh, sorry, that's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this absolutely <laughs> devastated. <laughs> My mum had the poster of them. My mum had a framed poster. She only oh, bought, bought it, you know, one that anyone's got. It wasn't like a fucking yeah. vintage one, which it was. But and it was like them on the bikes in a frame in her house. So it was always yeah. pretty cool that. Yeah. No, it's it's cool. It's cool, man. It's, that's fucking cool. Like I just fucking every everyone who knows me knows I love films and I talk about films fucking religiously and you know, but I try and incorporate that into stiff meds as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I do all the visual and video work for us and I, I, I'm, I've always been fucking hot on like music videos. I fucking love music videos, man. And I don't know where this rule came from where like hardcore punk bands can't have music videos, but I'm just kind of like, yeah, fuck that. Like Stiff Meds is going to have music videos. You know, I don't give a fuck if people don't think they're cool. Fuck it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I just, you know, and a lot of, um, a lot of like the Stiff Meds, like the t-shirts and stuff and uh, like the excess flesh, um tape design like it's all stuff that comes from like my movie collection do you know what i mean like some of my favorite um album covers are the negative approach um self-titled where it's you know reagan as the exorcist because it's from the exorcist and also Voorhees. i can't i think i can't remember which record it is but Voorhees used the scene from the evil dead as their album cover and I just I just love all that stuff. I love when bands incorporate that stuff with their image. And so did I was you des- you designed all that? Oh, did you design the two EPs and the yes, the exciting I violence. The, I didn't design that together. I didn't design exciting violence. Um, that's a guy, wicked. That's wicked. That isn't it? Yeah, I I, I was really we really struggling to find like artwork because to me artwork's like really important. It, I know you I know you should never judge a book by its cover, but if the artwork's good, you're buying that record. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. you're at the record store, you're flicking through records. If you see something like if you see something, you're like, what the fuck is this? You're gonna buy it. Do you know what I mean? So we were trying to search for something for exciting violence and I wasn't really being creative. I couldn't find the right thing to fit exciting violence. And then um I just artists that I follow really like this stuff and i saw this piece and i was just literally like i want that that's i really want that i want that to be the image and i want it to just speak for what everything the album is about um and yeah i did the demo and i did excess flesh and i do the t-shirts um and it's i've, all I've got i've got that t-shirt the blue one with the graffiti so oh right yeah yeah that was my is so that, that you was, done it that wasn't me who done that that was my oh, boy right. My boy Fred, well, shout out Fred. If you hear this, <laughs> shout out. Thank you, mate. Um, yeah, we did. We 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 did these because yeah, we a lot of the t-shirts we made before the graph was like all horrible and nasty. And I, I was just like, fuck it. I'm I'm from London, you know what I'm saying? Like I fucking love graph, love graffiti. It's everywhere. We've we've got to have a graph shirt, so we did the graph shirts, and yeah, they went down a treat, man. So thanks for buying one. I hope it got yeah, to you. That's all right, mate. I love I love the navy blue. I was like, oh. I love navy blue tops. So I was like, I'm having that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. No. So yeah. So. Um, so obviously, like you being a bit of a film buff, you must be saddened today with the uh, with the news of yeah. Bro, it's so fucked up. You want to hear the most fucked up thing in the world? Yesterday, I was at the cinema watching Goodfellas. It's my favourite film of all time. 
Bruv, it's that's so fucking sad, man. It's so uh, fucking sad. No age as well. I don't know what killed him, but I don't know. Well, you know, I don't know whether he was ill or had an illness, but sixty-seven is fucking nothing. Yes, that's that's nothing, man. Yeah, he he was he was a great actor, and, and like I said, I. I went to the cinema last night with a few friends and we watched Goodfellas and I was just literally like, I haven't seen this film in about a year mm. and this is fucking incredible. You know what I mean? Like, it's so well made. It's like filmmaking at its finest. Every scene's just so powerful. Yeah. And Ray, Ray Liotta in that, he's so fucking convincing. Like, yeah. you, you, it feels like you're actually watching, you're not watching a movie, you're watching a fucking like, documentary about it because it's just... Yeah. It's crazy, but um, yeah, Ray Liotta, man, he, he he was great. He was in a movie, it was like a cheesy movie called No Escape, came yeah. out in the 90s, where like uh, prisoners get sent to an island and they have to kill each other off or whatever. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Lord of the Flies, but with prisoners on an island. But um, yeah, man, I, I get really bummed out when fucking actors die. Like yeah, yeah. certain actors, some some of them I don't give a fucking shit about, but um yeah, when anything to do with like film, when when whenever they die, I'm literally like, fuck, man. Do you know what I mean? They've had a few more films in them. It's such a fucking shame. Yeah. Uh, 67, you say, yeah? Sorry? 67, did you say? 67, yeah. 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 I'm so, I was surprised when I saw it. I was just literally like, damn. I know. Damn. Oh, do you know, I must, I must have seen that film, I don't know, 100 times in my life. Yeah, something stupid like it's always on the telly as well, late at night, and yeah. what, what, wherever it is in the film, it stays on. It's just yeah. Whenever <laughs> just... you say the word Goodfellas, I, I immediately see the bit where he's he's in the boat and he's just stabbing him in the boat. Yeah, right at the beginning, it's, it's just the immediate. I know it's at the start, but it's, that's the that's the thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was how the film opens, isn't it? Yeah, it's like... uh, yeah. I love it, man. especially Joe Pesci in that film is fucking oh, just genius, so hilarious, man. And oh, I was yeah. like, I say, we was watching it yesterday, and I was I was fucking pissing my pants, man, because the dialogue is just so funny, <laughs> and, and the soundtrack is fucking amazing. The soundtrack in it is fucking incredible, and I, I only just realised that the last track is fucking "My Way" by Sid Vicious yeah, as well. That's right. That's I was right. literally like, what the fuck? It's a bit of a bit ahead of its time to put a fucking <laughs> track in a but yeah it just works great yeah. fucking great film really funny Sorsese is a fucking genius what can we say you know yeah. so is it is you love him moving so much that you can't possibly pick a favorite movie then of all time <laughs> oh no my favorite my I could tell you guys my top five but my number one favorite let's hear, movie, let's hear the top five I want it all right number, all right, number one, <laughs> I, I do it from from um it's from five so number five is Vertigo, Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Number four is David Fincher's Zodiac. Okay. Number three is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Number two is The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. And nice. the number one, the number one, I'm sure you guys would agree because I know you love, everyone loves this movie. The number Dirty one favorite. Dancing. <laughs> no, no, man. bro. I've never seen that film. I've never oh, actually right. seen it. I've never seen it. Liar, liar, I Jim Carrey. I tell, I tell, I tell people that, and they're like, "What the fuck? You never seen Dirty Dancing yet? You love films?" And I'm just like, I, I don't give a fuck about all that shit. I like Patrick Swayze, but that's about it. Now, my number one favorite film is uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. I oh fucking, yeah, man. Oh, scares what the shit out film. of me. That. Yeah, yeah man. When that, I was a that, kid, and that dog was like all walked, and the alien was coming out the. Yeah. Husky was it a husky or something? Yeah, it was a it was a husky. Yeah. Oh god, I was so fucking scared when I was a kid no, watching but, that. 
my love from movies come from like VHS. You know, I didn't go to the cinema much as a kid, but I lived opposite a video store. So yeah. I was I was fucking lucky, you know what I mean? And you know, my mum and dad, they collected VHS and I fucking just would sit there all day, like just putting in tapes and just watching everything. And I remember the first time I watched The Thing, you know, exactly like you said, I was a kid and I was just literally like, this film is doing things to me that I didn't know. Yeah. Was possible. Like, how are they making the fucking head do? Oh, yeah, it's just so... How are they, how are they doing that? You know Your mind I mean? can't handle it, can it? When you first see it. Yeah, you know? and we... I'm the same as you, my auntie, my auntie, I was lucky enough that she ran a video store. Oh, fuck me. She, she might have so even like... owned it, but because she used to bring home, actually bring the videos home to us. So yeah. we didn't have to wait. Most of them you couldn't buy when you were a kid. You had to just wait for fucking ages before you could buy them in Tesco's or whatever. Years. You couldn't buy E.T. for like seven or eight years. Good job. Something like that. But we used to have them all brought yeah. home. And just saw oh, so like, many films, so many films. Guy, yeah. man. That's my dream. That's my fucking yeah. dream. <laughs> oh, I've still, I've still got some of them. I've still got the original Back to the Future VHS yeah. um, that was actually rented out. It's got rent all over it. You know, even on the tape on yeah. the inside that, that yeah. they used to rent it out in that shop, and I just fucking kept it. Yeah, <laughs> so I loved hey, it so much. <laughs> I've still got I've still got all my tapes from when I was a kid, and I've got the rental ones as well. I've got a fucking. David Cronenberg fly one and it's in a blue case and it's got like rental all over it. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, the thing, man, Oh my God, what a fucking film. And it was the first film I saw where uh, you guys have both seen it, obviously, but it's the first film I saw where it's not a happy ending. Yeah. And I remember as a kid going to bed and being like, what the fuck? Like how, like, why isn't there a happy ending? Why is it so fucking dark? Do you know what I mean? Uh, It just scared the shit out of me. And a funny story. I'll tell you a really funny story. I always go and see it at the cinema. But the first time I ever saw it at the cinema, a fight broke out. It was, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. So we was all watching the thing. The fucking cinema is packed. Like, it is packed. And there's this one guy, and he's fucking drunk. Like, he is wasted. Everyone's pretty, <laughs> everyone's pretty wasted, and everyone's getting leery. You know, everyone's, like, screaming and laughing and shouting. And this one guy is just he just keeps like shouting and then he shouting, keeps on shouting. And then someone in the audience goes, mate, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and the guy goes, Oh, fuck you. We all, we all know what happens in the end. Anyway, they get blah, 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 blah. And everyone in the audience goes, Oh, fuck. man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, some guy behind him, like gets up and confronts him. He's like, mate, what the, f- like, what the fuck are you one about? Isn't it? And then it, escalates into this fist fight everyone's really? fucking, everyone's screaming i'm just sat there with my popcorn watching the thing like this is the best cinema experience of my fucking life man <laughs> i can't believe there's a full-on fight yeah, in it, cinema. It, it happens man it, 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 i've seen some fucking crazy shit i've seen some crazy shit i, I go i go to cinema like a couple of times a week i mean i've had it where I've nearly fucking got into a fist fight with someone at, at the cinema because they're. You, I'm sure you guys have been there as well, where you gone to the cinema and there you got there's that fucking dickhead who's on his phone, and the lights just, right in your face, isn't it? Yeah, and it's just like, man, why the fuck would you pay money to sit in the room and then sit on your phone? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fuck, fuck respect that. the fucking film. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's not. It's, it's, it. it's not even that. It's just like a common fucking just courtesy for the people you're around. You know, the yeah. people. On their fucking phones, man. Like especially or talking, the- just constantly talking yeah, when you're trying to watch it. 
That's even worse, isn't it? Constantly talking. Yeah, but I've seen some crazy shit, man. I was one time I went to go see uh, Audition, which is like a Japanese horror film. And um, it's me and there's four other people in the cinema. That's it. It's a big cinema, central London, um, Leicester Square. And uh, we're watching this film and then a scene happens, like a really gory scene. And the guy behind me just like fucking froze up and just <laughs> and just froze up everywhere from like, there's a scene where like a uh, guy is getting his head fucking like sawed off. And the guy, it was too much for the guy. The guy just like, and just fucking puked everywhere. <laughs> and I, I'm literally thinking, I'm, no I'm, 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 I'm not even thinking to myself, oh, that's disgusting. I'm just kind of like, yo, if this filmmaker found out that someone puked but for his film that you know i think dream made but i made a film and it made somebody in the audience puke oh man fucking <laughs> dream come true man <laughs> have you, have you what's, what films come closest to make you sick <laughs> i know oh. what mine is mine was fucking horrible horrible i, I think I, the flyer makes me feel sick right. the flyer really makes the david cronenberg Berg one that really makes me feel ill. Is that the Jeff Goldblum one? Yeah, the Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, again back in the VHS days. Yeah, yeah oh, that's that, creepy ass film, isn't it? That's that makes me feel a bit fucking sick. This is a weird one, but um, it's one of my favorite films. But Apocalypse Now mm. gives me that sick feeling, like because it's a very dark film. It's a very it's films about madness and it's very disorientating and you're in the fucking heat in the jungle with these guys. And it's all about, ma- I don't know why every time I watch that film, I feel really like fucking nauseated and just ill, but I'd say those two. What about right. yourself? Well, I remember like a guy I used to work with was like heavily into films and he recommended this film to me and I kind of forgot about it. And then, I was watching um, that program old Jonathan Ross used to do and he was talking about it and he was like, it's one of the greatest films of all time. You, you, everyone, everyone should watch it. So I looked it up and um, honestly, I think it was a French film with subtitles. I think it was called Irreversible or Irreversal or something. Yo, yes. yes. Yeah, bro, that fucking That's scene is horrible, man. That fucking scene is horrible. Yeah, it's Gas- Gaspar Noel. He's he's got a new movie out right now called Vortex. I just saw that recently at the cinema. That's fucking great film, but it's bleak. But yeah, irreversible, right. irreversible. Great movie, but fucking hell, man! It's some heavy stuff in that. Oh, mate, some that, heavy shit. I can't remember if it was if it was a guy or a woman, but when they well, first of all, there's that fucking rape scene in the yeah, it's fucked. So it goes fucked on up. for like fifteen minutes. It just doesn't yeah, stop. Mate, it, it's, then, I never. And then that guy gets the shit kicked out of him, right? Yeah, and and he's literally, his head's right <laughs> up by the camera and he's got a fire extinguisher and his yeah. face is just crumbling. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, fuck it's, me. Fuck. Yeah, it's a, it's a great film, but yeah, fucking some crazy shit in that film, man. And that 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 rape scene, like, fucking, it's, it's hard to watch, man. It's mm, I won't proper. be rushing to see that one. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> but it's clever the way it's clever the way it's filmed, isn't it? Couldn't handle that. It sort of runs backwards. Couldn't handle that human centipede one, could I? I've never seen that. I've got no interest <laughs> uh, in seeing. I kind of like that film. I'm, I'm with stuff like <laughs> it's fucking horrible stuff. when he goes. Fear. It's like, <laughs> God no! Please don't. <laughs> you don't know. He will one day. <laughs> yeah, you'll find that one day. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with gore. I'm fine with like gore and stuff like that. I don't know. Some some stuff gets under my skin more than others. Like, 
I don't know. But yeah, I'd say The Fly and Apocalypse Now. They just get a bit under my skin for some reason. I fucking love those films, but they just give me a bit of this sick feeling. Mm. Fucking must mean they're good films, though. That's interesting. <laughs> What's your favourite comedy, though? You must have a favourite comedy. Oh, man, you know what? Like, I love Coming, coming to America. I love Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I love Young Frankenstein. Big perm. <laughs> yeah, what's up, big worm? I mean, big perm. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch me and my mates used to get fucking like stoned out of our nut, and we were just yeah. <laughs> typical stoner food. We would just watch Friday, and oh, it's, it's always honestly, in the hood. <laughs> it's just such a fucking Friday is just such a hilarious movie, man. It's just a good, it's just a film you can watch in bed. You just yeah. feel like you're hanging out. You feel like you're hanging out with these guys. And Chris Tucker and Ice Cube in that film fucking kill it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? They fucking kill it. Yeah, I fucking you love it. You're right, yeah. So you do feel like you're just there in their neighbourhood yeah. as soon as it comes on. Yeah. It's just there. a hangout movie, isn't it? It's just a hangout. You're just yeah. kind of like, there's no, what's the plot? Like, the plot is he takes a day off work and, or he gets fired, but he, you just yeah, hang They're out. the best films, like Clerks, you know? We're just, just hanging out in those shops with yeah. a you know, video shop and the convenience yeah. store yeah. and like playing hockey on the roof, just... Yeah. It's fucking brilliant, isn't it? I'm trying to think of some other comedy films that I like. I don't know, like, I think comedy is like my least favourite genre because it takes a lot to make me laugh, but I like quite, yeah, I, I, I love like coming to America and stuff like that. American Pie, I really like the American Pie films. I think they're yeah. great. They have great soundtracks as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. I can't really think right now. It will come to me. It will come to me. But yeah, uh, coming to America and oh, there's a there's a uh, De Niro movie called Midnight Run, right? Kind of underrated, but that's like a comedy movie about he's got to catch this guy and then bring him to New York or wherever. But uh, that's a that's a pretty funny yeah, no, movie. I've not seen that one. He's he's yeah. role with Meet the Fuckers. He's genius uh, in that. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Genius. Meet the that. Parents is well good, isn't it? Meet the Parents, Meet the Fuckers. They're they're yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I like really like. Sometimes I I can watch anything, but sometimes I watch like you know really obvious cheesy ones here and there. Like Meet the Fuckers is cheesy, but it's it's funny, man. It's pretty yeah. funny. Um, yeah, we've yeah. got. Well, we, we'll spare you from that comedy question. We've got um, a crazy ass question that we asked. It's like you can only send one song into space for the universe to hear, but only one song. Can be in any 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 genre, anything you want, but one song to send up there, and that's all they're going to hear from Earth. Fuck, you man! Do that one. That's what we normally ask. Uh, you, yeah, you got Earthful. me here. Man. You got me here. Ah, oh, fuck! There's so much to choose from. There's so much. It really to is. Fuck, man! I want to say I want to. I'd pick like a fucking like a movie theme, like a soundtrack movie theme, but. Uh, I, tell, I tell, actually I, I know what I would send up because I always listen been listening to it since I was a kid. I always walk down the street and listen to it. <laughs> the Shaft theme by Isaac Hayes. Oh, it's nice. I would send out it's such I don't know what it is. Next time you're walking down the street, guys, put that in your fucking earphones and I'd you love just, it. just it just sends you off. Have you, yeah, have you seen that. um when he played Glastonbury and he done Shaft at Glastonbury? No. Look, I at, look at that on YouTube. Is well oh, good. The way it builds up and comes in. Yeah. So I, good. Check it and out. That's what I'm saying. I love that fucking build in it. 
Like, it's yeah. just that whole build, and then it just escalates. And you go, it's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd send that off. Shaft's going up. That's good. We haven't yeah. had that one. That's good. Yeah. That's the first. What do people, what do people usually say? <laughs> no, last just um, said Slow Burn, which is like the, the other Caius-type band. Um, yeah. A track from that. Um, uh, we've had One Love. Queen. Bob Marley. Yeah. I feel like everyone's choosing these like happy get together songs, and I'm out here choosing the fucking shaft theme track. You know? <laughs> it's a great yeah, song. But no, though. but imagine if you hear that for the first time, you're like, "Yeah, this is interesting." It's got everything in it. <laughs> it's just, it's I fucking love that track, man. I, I, I love a lot of like, I listen to a lot of soundtracks, and it's something about that track, it just fucking hits you right. Um, yeah. Did when you were a kid, did you have the Top Gun soundtrack? Because I did. No, I didn't. But my, one of my best, one of my best mates. Shout out Ollie. If Ollie, if you're listening, you're an you're an arsehole. But uh, <laughs> one of his favorite, his favorite film is uh, Top Gun. And I remember I was going through records once, and I found a Top Gun soundtrack on vinyl. And I was like, that's his birthday sorted then, man. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But uh, nice. is it what is it? Is it Danger Zone? Yeah. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Kenny yeah. Loggins. Danger Zone. There's another one. There's a. Is there another like famous track in that as well? Or am I getting um, Berlin? Take my breath away. Ah, uh, that's uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Berlin, take my breath away. Yeah, but there's yeah, loads yeah. on there. Playing with the boys. There's some real sort of like, yeah, filthy ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a great soundtrack. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been some good soundtracks in our lifetime, really, isn't there? Do you remember that? Um, oh, what was it? Um, the Blues Brothers. I mean, fucking hell, yeah. that's amazing, isn't it? What was the, the one where loads of bands like duetted? Oh, Judgment, Judgment Night. Night. Oh, that soundtrack. Was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen the. I haven't seen the film. Um, I have. Yeah, it's Dennis Leary's in it, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. So Emilio Estevez is in it as well. I think. Yeah, you talking about the one with? I can't remember. Is it? Uh, you talking about the one with uh, Onyx Biohazard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Cypress it was Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam. Cypress was it? Hill, yeah, was Pearl Jam. Slayer and Ice T. The was big single that. from that was um, Booyah Tribe and Fake oh, Yeah, that was it? wicked. That was the single. Yeah. I've yeah. still got that on, on original CD. Yeah, I've got that. I love that, yeah. I've got it I, lo- I, thought, I love that, though. I love when, like, two artists from completely different sides of music, like, come together and just, you know, that soundtrack is fucking crazy. And, like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's mega, it's like, mega underrated and forgotten about, isn't it, really? It's, you know, unless you know it. I've like, got it on my phone. Unless you know it. I mean, it's not like massively, was, massively talked about, is it? There was another one around the same time. Um, it was called, the film was called Spawn and they did a soundtrack as well. Where uh, it was, and it was all metal artists with like hip hop artists just like collaborating. Yeah. That was fucking That's great. Spawn, the superhero character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen that, but I think, it's, I think Sam Raimi, the guy that made Evil Dead, directed it. I think. Right, I could right. be wrong. But I think uh, he directed it. Right. Um, yeah. That ten minute things just popped up again, boys. Yes. I don't know why he keeps doing that. Do you know what? It's never done that before. No, never. You don't you like have to seriously look into this next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I see on your page you you got out to Texas and that and and did a sort of tour. Is that just a, like a vacation or something you wanted to do to I don't know check out the vibe of the place or whatever. Uh, well, I've always been, I've always been like obsessed with like Texas and, you know, like the good shit about Texas, not the bad shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Some crazy shit going on there. Mm. Uh, I never left, I never left Europe. Like, I never left Europe. And 
I was literally like, I want to, I want to get out. I want to see the world. So uh, me and my girl, we booked a flight to Houston and I was like, my first time leaving Europe was America, Texas. And it was like fucking crazy. But we uh, got a Greyhound bus from Houston to Austin and oh man, Houston is fucked up. Like I saw some fucked up shit there. Like (laughs) I was literally like, fuck man, I've come all this way. And like, this is really, this is really fucked up. This is really sad. Like the way these people are living, like people fucked up on crack. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd never seen anything. Like I obviously I'd seen like some horrible shit from around the world, but like in Europe and stuff, but I'd never seen that level of, uh, that level of poverty. Like it was literally being like in a film, like people were crowding round like bins on fire, like trying to get warm and stuff. It was really fucked up. So we got a Greyhound from there to Austin and Austin's dead cool, man. It's like, there's some great cinemas there. Great Mexican, like big Mexican community there. So we went when it was like day of the dead. So they had a day of the dead. Yeah. They had a day of the dead parade. Um, Has the biggest bat, colony in the world is in austin texas they all live under the bridges and stuff so oh, it was good man it was not it know was that Love yeah, to see that bats. <laughs> yeah it, was, it was good man like bought loads of records bought loads of movie shit bought loads of clothes smoked loads of cigarettes drunk loads of beer it was just like my idea of having fun is you know like i'm i don't i don't mind laying on a going on holiday laying on a sunbed here and there but my idea of like holiday for me is walking around and speaking to people. And I met a lot of people in Texas and I met this one guy and he was, we were talking and he was, he was like a punk rocker. And um, he was telling me about when he was 15, he bunked off school to see uh, Gigi Allen. And I was just literally like, yo, what the fuck? Like, that's fucking crazy. He was like, yeah, yeah. He was showing me this picture of him with like him and Iggy pop. And I just met loads of cool people there and everyone was like super interested in me. And they're just where they, they all think I'm from Australia because, because I've got a <laughs> South <laughs> accent. You know what I mean? They'd be like, wow, well, uh, where, where'd you come from? Sorry, where you come from uh, Australia? And I'm just literally like, no man, I'm from Southeast London. This is a London accent. It's a Southeast London accent. You know what I mean? But um, Texas is great, man. And I, although like Texas, some places in Texas have a lot of fucked up shit going on. Austin is one of the most like liberal places in America. It's very like welcoming of like all people from all over. Um, but you know, I'm just, I'm going there as a tourist. I don't live there. So maybe people that live there will say something else. I don't know. All I know is that when I went, I had a, I had a blast. I had a great time. I really want to go back. Um, Cause yeah, it was just a great place. They have like film festivals there. I went to this one cinema, which is, Robert Rodriguez's like personal cinema that he owns, I believe. Um, that was a great experience. And yeah, we went on Halloween. So everyone was all dressed up. Oh, it, was great. Nice. it was crazy. Yeah. If you ever get the chance, guys, go go to like Austin, Texas. Yeah. It, I haven't been to sort of out there. I've, I've been I've been the States like I think six times, yeah. But it's always been either Vegas <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> Right. Old Florida, because I've done Vegas and Hollywood quite a lot of times, and uh, and Florida, but never anywhere sort of out there like that, you know. Just uh, 
I'd like in the it. Midwest sort of thing and uh, anywhere, you know, it's always just been, the, they're kind of commercial places that I've been to really. Yeah. Even though there's I, a I, lot of shit to see and a lot of, yeah. you know, a lot of living to be had there, but. I'd, I'd love to go to different places though. I'd like yeah. to find a fucking dive bar, like <laughs> in deep Texas, walk in and ZZ Topper on stage. That's, what <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. There's, there's fucking so much great music in Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like so much cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Like Austin is just the is just a place, man. There's loads of cool music, loads of fucking bands playing here and there. Yeah. Great movies. They love their metal, didn't they? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our last it, guest was from Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, Jerry oh, from oh. Phil and Selma and the Illegals. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. a great guy. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, but also, but like. Uh, I was a bit worried because I was like, fuck, I'm going to Texas as a vegan. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm fucked. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's, it's a uh, fucking Austin is like the fucking vegan capital of America, man. There's so much vegan food there. Really mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Really weird. And no, it was great, man. I had such a fucking blast. Uh, me and my girl, we had a fucking blast. We just, just lived it up and partied and just went fucking crazy. Like, that's my kind of holiday, just uh, nice. Yeah, been around uh, smoking a ciggy. <laughs> I do love going to the states. It is, it's just a different class of holiday, I think. Anyway, I just think it's just, yeah. just everything about it—the vibe, the food, the, the fun, the the partying. Yeah. It's just different class. It really yeah. is. I love yeah. I love talking to I love talking to people, meeting new people, yeah. and. They're really friendly, you know. It's and they're just to, so isn't friendly, it? and they're so interested in you and stuff. Who are yeah. you? Where you come from? What you're about? You know, and these people just like they'll just fucking invite you into their home. You know what I mean? And you just met them. You know what I mean? It's just fucking. I just I don't know what it is. They're just super, they're just super friendly and they're just super interested and I, I really dig it. Like I got my big passion in life is um, talking to people. You know, like today I was just I was walking through london just like filming bits here and there and i just sat down on this bench and i was just chatting to this guy and he was telling me he just wrote a novel he was he travels the world writing novels and i'm a i'm a weirdo like that i'll just do that i'll just chat to people in the fucking street and because it's what i love doing and uh if you, you love doing that too then america is the place to be if you're listening people because <laughs> <laughs> people out there can talk and they'll yeah, talk they will talk to you, <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah I've never just, been to New York or anything like that. I've only like, ever been to New York. He's been in New York. Yeah. I haven't, I've not been to New York, but I, I, I do. I'm definitely going to go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on again. It's been Steph, brilliant, been Steph. Amazing really day, enjoy Steph. talking to you. Bergson Hobo. 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 Bergson Hobo.